Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. My name is Peter Apple. I'm your host and it is Friday, May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo. And today I have four MLB best bets to get the weekend started off right. We took an off day yesterday because I didn't see much value on the board, but today it is littered with it. But we have to remember that Not Gambling Advice is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code JUSTBASEBALL when you download for a full instant deposit match on the best daily fantasy app in this episode for MLB best bets, which I will be playing on bet MGM use code JB fans. That's J B F A N S. There is a link in the podcast description, wager $10 on any MLB money line. Once you download using that code and receive $100 in bonus bets. Once that bet is settled, depending on your state, you could win up to $200 in bonus bets. The regular season record is 47 and 41, up 2.74 units, and we're going to start in Cincinnati for the Chicago White Sox against the Cincinnati Reds. The pitching matchup is Lance Lynn versus Hunter Green. This would be a large mismatch if we took the names off the jerseys and strictly looked at the numbers. We have the road team coming off an extra innings game with travel against a team with an off day before playing at home. The numbers would back this up on a neutral field, but the Reds get to grab two more additional edges, travel and home field advantage. Hunter Green is the far superior pitcher to Lance Lynn from every statistical angle. Green ranks fifth in all of baseball and stuff plus and fifth in pitching plus, meaning the location of his otherworldly pitch arsenal is above average. His slider is holding opponents to a 160x Woba, which makes it one of the best sliders in the sport. Seven hitters in the White Sox lineup have a negative run value against sliders. He should have plenty of success today. Lynn's 5.68 XERA sits in the 18th percentile on the backs of a 46.7% hard hit rate, which sits in the 17th percentile. He's also rocking the lowest ground ball rate of his career, and the velocity in all three variations of his fastball is down from 2022. This should prove to be impactful in Great American Ballpark, the smallest park in the league. The White Sox feature one of baseball's worst bullpens. They have the second worst bullpen ERA and are 19th in Sierra, Skill Interactive ERA. They also sit in 8th in XFIP as this bullpen is prone to the home run. 8th to last, excuse me. Again, not a good recipe in Great American Ballpark. 
They're coming off a series where they had to use the bulk of their bullpen against a division rival in the Twins and even had to play in an extra innings battle yesterday. The Reds' bullpen ranks 8th in XFIP and 11th in Sierra while maintaining the 13th best bullpen ERA, which is impressive considering their environment. They also had an off day yesterday, so everyone will be available. Against right-handed pitching at home, the Reds have a 741 OPS and a 91 WRC+. Against right-handed pitching on the road, the White Sox have a 640 OPS and a 77 WRC+. The Reds are 9-6 at home, the White Sox are 4-12 on the road. Every edge here favors the Reds, but the White Sox are, of course, the more popular team. I grabbed the Reds at minus 105, but would play up to minus 120. So the pick is the Reds' money line at minus 105. It's 1.05 units to win one unit. Next game is the Minnesota Twins versus the Cleveland Guardians at 7.10 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Bailey Ober versus Peyton Battenfield. I was initially drawn to this game because I don't believe in either offense, and I thought the total was a touch lower than I would have thought. But I looked farther into it and found some interesting trends towards the under. The Guardians are 8-4 and four to the under at home this season, which is following a similar trend to last season due to the weather impact in Cleveland in the early parts of April and May. While Battenfield has not been very effective in his first four starts, they all went under 8.5. Ober has been fantastic to start the season, but any game that he's pitched in has not exceeded five runs. Ober has also performed well against the Guardians. Through 35 plate appearances, Bailey Ober is rocking a 212 opponent batting average, a 261 XWOBA, and a 293 expected slugging. It's elite, but it's a smaller sample than what we'd hoped for. Last season, he threw five innings and only allowed one hit against the Guardians at Progressive Field. While the Twins' bullpen was used heavily yesterday, the depth far exceeds the White Sox, and Yoan Duran, Jorge Lopez, and Griffin Jacks will all be available. They also have Caleb Thielbar, who I believe is the fourth-best arm in the Twins' bullpen. The Guardians' bullpen had an off day yesterday and is a top-10 unit in the game. Both of these offenses, especially the Guardians, have been slow to start the season. The Guardians have a 619 OPS and a 70 WRC plus against right-handed pitching at home. The Twins have an 88 WRC plus and a 679 OPS against right-handed pitchers on the road. Progressive Field will see 8 to 10 miles an hour of wind blowing in, and the temperature will range from 58 to 61 degrees at game time. We've seen some adjustments to the line, moving 10 cents towards the under since I placed it, but then 10 cents back. I'm just going to roll with the under today in a division game where both offenses struggle. The pick is the Twins versus the Guardians under 8.5 at minus 110. It's 1.1 units to win one unit. The third game is the Colorado Rockies versus the New York Mets at 7.10 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Antonio Sensatella versus Kodai Senga. I want to take the Mets. Of course I want to take the Mets. We're fading the Rockies offense off a series at Coors Field. Long homestand. The issue here is the Mets are way overvalued in the spot, and the Rockies team totals at 3.5 but heavily juiced towards the under. I'm not confident in this Mets offense at all, especially on a travel day. I'd rather side with the under as a way to fade the Rockies offense but not tail the Mets offense either. Antonio Sensatel is not very good. I'm not here to pitch him as some great pitcher, but weirdly he has had some success against the Mets and at City Field. In 2021, he allowed two runs in four innings against the Mets at City Field. Back in 2019, six innings, one run ball at City Field. He had his worst outing against the Mets at Coors Field, so his overall numbers against the current roster aren't ideal. 336x Woba, 462 expected slugging are below average, but the average exit velocity being under 90 miles an hour is a step in the right direction. Eduardo Escobar and Tommy Pham do a lot of the damage, and they likely won't play against the right-hander. The Mets have a 712 OPS and a 109 WRC plus against righties on the road, slightly above average. 
I don't expect Sensatella to pitch well, but I expect three runs in five innings, which puts us on track for this under. Kodai Senga has been decent in his first five starts in Major League Baseball, but I'm not too worried about him today, considering his matchup should be his easiest. He's facing a Rockies team that just played two straight series at home and now has to fly across the country to New York without an off day. That offense has a 632 OPS and a 70 WRC plus against righties on the road, and this is historically a bad spot for them. The Mets have a top 10 bullpen in the league by every metric you'll find, and they have all their best arms available today. The Rockies' bullpen has some solid arms at the top. Jake Bird, Brent Suter, Daniel Bard, and Justin Lawrence will all be available in this game. It's also possible we see Brad Hand, who did throw 20 pitches yesterday, but the last time he threw before that was on April 30th. All we need is for Antonio Sensatella not to have a huge blow-up game. Runs should be limited in the later innings, and weather conditions at City Field today aren't supposed to be ideal. It projects as the worst run environment of the day, tied with Petco Park at minus 19% below league average. I'm already seeing 8s in the market, so we have line movement on our side. I would still play this at 8, up to minus 105. So the pick is the Rockies versus the Mets under 8.5 at minus 110. It's 1.1 units to win one unit. The fourth and final game is the Oakland A's versus the Kansas City Royals at 8.10 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Kyle Muller versus Brad Keller. I bet this last night, basically as soon as it opened after I was researching how bad both of these bullpens were, when I saw it as the highest projected run scoring environment and the Royals offense is starting to put it together, I had to jump on this. Brad Keller's 3-5-6 ERA is impressive, but every other metric points towards it blowing up soon. In 30 innings this season, he's allowed 24 hits and 24 walks. His strike and walk rates are at 18%, putting him in the bottom 25% of the league. His 42.2% hard hit rate is also in the 35 percentile, and his 4-7-8 XERA is in the 38th percentile. He has also been blasted on the road to a 5-1-1 ERA this season. Excuse me, blasted at home this season to a 5-1-1 ERA. Oakland doesn't have a great offense, but they have an 88 WRC plus and a 675 OPS against righties, which is not too shabby when most people think they have the worst offense in the league. Following Keller will be a bullpen that ranks fifth in bullpen ERA at 551. They've also used their three best relievers in two straight games, so it's expected they won't be available. I'm expecting four to five runs with possibility of more from the A's, and I do expect the Royals offense to keep rolling. They'll go up against Kyle Muller, who has allowed 10 runs in nine innings on the road. The Royals' far better split this season is against lefties, putting up a 735 OPS versus a 645 OPS against righties. After Muller exits, they'll get to face an A's bullpen that is ranked dead last in every metric. It's also a worn-down A's bullpen that has pitched his best arms in back-to-back -back days against the Mariners. Runs should be flowing all game. I grabbed it at 9 last night, but I'm already seeing 9.5 in the market. I make this game 10, so anything below that is actionable. If it lands on 10, the value's kind of gone, but I still think it hits. So the pick is the A's versus the Royals over 9 runs at minus 115. It's 1.15 units to win 1 unit. Today, we will be Twitch streaming at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Not only will I go over my picks, but we'll go over the model. And of course, everyone else who brings on their picks. It's been a great stream so far. Hopefully, I'll see you there. Twitch.tv slash just baseball fans. And if you've been enjoying the content so far, wouldn't mind if you wouldn't mind rating this podcast five stars, whether that be on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Enjoy Cinco de Mayo. But remember, it's not gambling advice. Thank you.